Welcome everybody to Beat the Shift Baseball. This is episode 57 for Thursday, July 25th. Alex Uwe here today with Ray Estrada and Alex Rudy. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad we're doing this consistently now. Yeah, I know. It, it feels good. How are you doing, Rudy? I'm doing. You're doing? <laughs> the, the, the how is, is not to be disclosed at this time. But uh, we're, as a collective, doing very well. We're going to talk about the craziest day of the baseball season, in my opinion, which was Tuesday, what is that, the, 20, the 23rd of July? 23rd. Mark that day as potentially the most exciting day of the season because it was insane. Yankees, Twins, Dodgers, Angels, A's, Astros, the Giants, and the Cubs, so, and so many other things. We're going to talk about all of that. Um, but first, I wanted to bring up something from from today's game, from Wednesday's slate, and that's Shane Bieber, who twirled his second complete game shutout of the season, um, dominant performance against the Blue Jays, and he is the first pitcher since the 2017 season to have multiple shutouts in a season. I just wanted to throw that out there, that no pitchers, you know, this year to this point, or last season, had multiple complete game shutouts in a season. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? It says a lot about how pitch uh, starting pitcher usage has changed in that time i think but uh we can also just talk about just how insanely good shane bieber has been you know i don't think anybody predicted him to be the ace of the indians at the start of the season um, uh yeah no no i think at best people had him three probably maybe i don't know maybe some people didn't like trevor bauer that much but yeah no shane bieber he's legit i yeah i don't think any of us thought he was going to be the guy for the Indians this season. No, how could you? I mean, I liked him a lot. I think the boldest that I heard is on, on some other fantasy baseball podcast, they predicted that he would be the second best Indians pitcher. And he's somehow even exceeded that to this point. Um, because you just think and think of the other. Kluber, Bauer, Clevenger, who you never talk about. Carrasco, who you know has been dealing with a lot of health problems as well. Um, and then Shane Bieber just comes out the top of the pack. So, yeah, I th- is there are there doubts? By the way, I don't think anybody would doubt him at this point. No, this he season. he he came up last season, right? Uh, yes, yeah. And he had a very good first start, and you know went through a little bit of a rough patch, but two shutouts in a season. Uh, after you know, I think I call that staying power. That's unheard of in this two-year stretch. Unheard <laughs> of. Um. So yeah, let's go ahead and move on, though, to the Tuesday Insanity. Oh, by the way, a little teaser for later. We're going to play a game in which I try to make these two look foolish about their baseball knowledge, uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit. So let's start with the Yankees. Can we just start with the Yankees and Twins? And then if if I happen to talk about them for half an hour straight, please please stop me. I'll, because... I'll stop you, too. Okay. Um, yeah, so Rudy, you, did you get to watch any of this game live by chance? Because yeah. I did not. Oh, that's that's sad. I wanted to see, or I wanted to ask how you felt in watching any moment of that game, which was just full of lead changes, so much scoring, the and the, the way the game ended on a spectacular Aaron Hicks diving catch and it's not the best catch of the season for me but definitely one of the best considering the the circumstances um and then today it was also 
kind of a high score. It was a 10-7 win for the Yankees again today, so they, they won the series. Um, but, yeah, it might be the series of the year. If you if you weigh in every single game in the first first game of the series, the Twins won and turned a triple play on the Yankees and, you know, other other things happened. But um, what were, what were like, the biggest like WTF moments of that Yankees game yesterday that you can think of Rudy. I think to me, it's, it was a perfect example of microcosm, which is what makes baseball so beautiful is that the Yankees start off down big. Um, German, Herman pitched horrendous. And, uh, then the Yankees somehow called their way back in. And then from the eighth to but it's like the 8th to 12th inning, it was just a back and forth, back and forth of one team going on top of each other. And um, just an odd slugfest. And, you know, I guess that's one positive result of the juice ball is games like this. Um, it was definitely enjoyable. It was really strange. It was a really strange game to follow, not live, but while still checking your phone because every time one team would go ahead late in the game, someone would come back. And um, I guess just as a Yankees fan, you know, kind of team cohesion and chemistry and confidence to pull off a win like that. Excuse me. Yeah, no, I mean, so the Yankees were down entering the eighth inning. They scored five runs in the eighth inning. The Twins came back, scored two runs in the bottom of the eighth, retook the lead by one run. Yankees scored two in the top of the ninth, retook the lead by one run. Minnesota tied it off Chapman in the bottom of the ninth and came very close to winning it, too. Um, and then in the 10th inning, the Yankees scored two runs in the top half. And then the bottom half of the inning, bases loaded situation, Aaron Hicks makes a diving catch on a really well-hit ball by Kepler into the gap. And I'm just trying to get through all the storylines that I can now at this point. Didi Gregorius went 5-for-5 five five with seven RBIs, which is just insane. I think he's like the third Yankees shortstop to ever do that. So I, I, I can't say enough about how amazing of a replacement for Derek Jeter he's been. Because I, I remember, I distinctly remember all the, the doubts that we had about him and how we viewed him as, as a stopgap, right? Like, do you remember these conversations that we had? What was it, like three or four years ago now? Must have been longer must be longer yeah i mean it's hard to believe plus um just that swing just like that stance and that weird kind of bat i don't know what the word is for it like just like the movement pre-pitch the, the waggle yeah it was just always looked off to me not that i know anything about hitting but i was just like this you know we got him in a trade and just you never uh, it, it really i agree stopgap is perfect way to put it um wait no he's not though he's more than that he's he's the new he's the new yankees shortstop he's not just a like he's not just wait he's not just a a fill-in until the next big thing he is he's the next how it felt sorry yeah disagree that's how he felt absolutely yes all right well there there are other things that gary sanchez got injured that's a bad thing aaron hicks as we mentioned made the catch but also hit uh go ahead two run home run uh, against his former team, which I still cannot believe that the Yankees got Aaron Hicks for John Ryan Murphy. Thanks again, Twins. That was, you know, that was uh, very poetic in the way he did that. 
And then also, I think it's worth mentioning that Michael Talkman out of the nine hole for the Yankees as a fill-in outfielder has been like the best hitter in this lineup, along with Didi Gregorius. Mike Trout Talkman to you. Yeah. So do you want to hear these last seven game numbers? Yes. So last seven games, slash line of 524, 600, 905 with a homer nice. and seven ribbies. And that's in the nine hole. So, yeah, it's good. I think it, even going back further, like he's hitting 425 in his last 15 games and 333 in his last 30 games. I think he just might be another legitimate Yankees breakout player uh, to keep an eye on. And, yeah, lots of terrible pitching, which is always fun. And well, then, a lot of people have Talkman as a steal in, in, out of the offseason. Well, um, now he is, for sure. <laughs> it was like a weirdly highly touted steal, if that makes sense, like a random throw-in. And because um, he was really effective in the minor leagues before this season with the Rockies. Yeah. Um, so someone, a lot of people thought he'd be a hidden gem. And he started off pretty awful for the Yankees. And now, like you said, he's really heated up. Cameron Maben is about to come off the DL. So it's going to be interesting what they do with their gluttony of outfielders, for sure. I he, would bet you know. that they keep starting Talkman because he's been so good. And he's been hitting lefties. You can't even platoon him because he's just torching everybody. So hopefully they, they're smart and they actually do that. Um, and then I'm just going to – the Yankee circle jerk is almost over. Don't worry if you're getting bored of it. Um, but then today, um, Edwin Encarnacion hit his 30th home run for the eighth straight season. He's had 30 home runs, and that was starting in his age 29 season. That's pretty absurd. You know, he's been pretty awful this season, despite having the 30 home runs. Um, everything else has been pretty bad. But he's picked it up lately, and he's he, he gets the numbers that, you know, will make him look really good from a historical standpoint. And then Didi also had three more hits today. He's like eight for his last 10 with 10 RBIs. So um, that's that's always fun. Um, yeah, I mean, this is really, you know, not to say that the Twins were bad by any means because they were just increasing the anxiety of the entire series uh, constantly. They're going to be a tougher customer than, than the Yankees have had to deal with in the past against the Twins, who the Yankees have historically just owned them. So um, I would be up for a full series of Yankees twins. I don't know if I could handle it, but I would definitely be entertained by it. Um, so yeah, anything else Yankees or twins related? Are we good? I think both these teams, this series proved that they need more pitching for a playoff push. So do you have any immediate thoughts on that? Um, I do. I think, I, I think I may have said this before. I think Matt Boyd, is it should be the target for the Yankees. I've I read that they're also interested in acquiring Robbie Ray from the Diamondbacks, who's similar to Matt Boyd. So what what would you say? Um, I'll let Ray talk a little bit because he hasn't talked much. What what do you think about the Yankees trying to acquire another high octane arm? Um, um, before I the would deadline, think it's necessary. We mentioned. I mean, if you have arms available, I. As first I've heard Robbie Ray potentially being available. available. Um, yeah, I think the Yankees could use an arm. Uh, I know Bumgarner's been thrown out for them. Obviously, Matt Boyd has been um, a name a lot of people have talked about. Solid year for the 
Tiger so far. So yeah, I think anybody can use an arm, especially playoff contenders, especially playoff contenders like the Yankees. Yeah, and uh, there are there are other interesting pitchers on the block. We're not, we weren't planning on doing a really big um, trade deadline type of podcast today. We will later on though, and we'll talk about some like a little bit deeper into the into the mix than those top tier guys. Um, so let's move on from the Yankees circle jerk to the Giants circle jerk, which is this is just your kind of podcast, isn't it, Ray? Um, what are the Giants mm. doing though? Because this is this doesn't seem like real life. They're seventeen and four in their last twenty one games. Just let that sink in for a moment. Twenty 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 one games, seventeen and four, and they're in it now. They're in the wild card race. That's a fact. I don't know if they will stay in the wild card race because they still have an unrecognizable roster of just. I, I, can you even call it talent? It's it's borderline <laughs> major league quality material. Um, but fifty two and fifty one on the season now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that I mean that tells you where they were that they go seventeen and four, another game above five hundred. Right. They That's were just... they were probably, in my opinion, the worst team in the National League along with the Marlins, and that's yeah. not it right now. No, um, I don't know what they're doing. Um, it's it's been crazy. I don't know. Uh, we saw a post and we'd be trash talking. Apparently, they've gone on a tear since KD um, uh, announced he was going to the Nets because they had sucked ever since he came to the Warriors. Apparently, um, I I don't know how that would affect them. But uh, so it's the KD. Not, do you know the record since guess, he signed? So it was, yesterday he was fifteen and three, assuming they won today. No, they lost oh, today's they, game. So fifteen and four since KD announces wow. his decision to join the Nets on July first. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. Pablo Sandoval yeah. had a walk off home run to and, and part of the Tuesday night insanity. Um, and Pablo like, Sandoval he also had that the, the the Giants also got that gift from the Mets on that Pablo Sandoval pop up that uh just fell. Yeah, they have <laughs> they have four walk off wins in the span too. Um, all it feels like it's all happened in the last week, and they've yeah. just been playing extra inning games I, nonstop. I think it's just super hot. And now we're a week out from the trade deadline, and now we're like, oh, maybe they should, you know, maybe they should buy and and um, make a push. But that farm system is not built to buy, and that farm system is in need of a team that uh, should be selling some pieces. Oh, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they how they do in the next week and. Uh, you know, a lot of teams are going to come asking for for Bumgarner. Hopefully, teams trade for Posey because that would help my bold prediction. But I don't think it's going to happen. But um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. But I again, fifty two and fifty one, they're still a five hundred team, and that's as hot as they've been uh, as of late. And like you mentioned, that's close to the wild card. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know. A lot of luck so far. Lately, we'll see how it plans out for them. Yeah, they're not they're not good. They have to sell. They have no. To. Um, you you mentioned we were talking about it before. Kevin Pilar leads them in at, in batting average two fifty two. Yeah, um, yeah, that's not good. Unsustainable for sure. Uh, Trey Turner hit for another cycle, right? He already has hit one in his yeah. career, and he won twenty seventeen. Uh, also against the Rockets. Again, against yeah, I'd say. Um. So he did it again, and. 
he's technically my NL MVP pick. So he's got some work to do, but I believe. Um, I, I think I'm just going to predict Trey Turner to win NL MVP every year until it happens. because Is that, is that your uh, shtick? I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure I have to do it now. It's still possible this year. There's a, there's a couple guys by the <laughs> names of Christian Yelich and Cody Bellinger <laughs> who have a slight edge on him. But there's a lot of baseball left to play. We got maybe like four, a little less than 40% of the season to go. So if he just sits for the months. cycle every day for a good stretch of time, then I think he might have a yeah, If he plays case. the Rockies every day. <laughs> uh, they might be able to do that. Uh, Dodgers Angels also played an insane game uh, at Dodger Stadium. Mike Trout was putting on a show. He And Cole Calhoun as well. Um but Mike Trout unleashed a 98-mile-per-hour throw and then hit a 454-foot home run. So I, I think even Dodgers fans couldn't really be too upset about that, right? Or were you upset? I mean, I was upset that he did it against our team, but, like, you're not – it's, you know, it's not a uh, BS throw, BS home run. So you're like, yeah. Oh. And then the game but ended – Cole Calhoun, who also homered in that game, the game ended on – a play at the plate in which Cole Calhoun threw out Cody Bellinger by like 45 feet. Was... Yeah, those are two rough sends. <laughs> yeah, and Dino Dino Ebo, the third base coach for the Dodgers, formerly Angels third base coach. So, yeah. suspect. I mean, he's aggressive, mm. but... Mm. Mm. Kind of forgot that Cole Calhoun's like the best arm in the game. All right, well, it's, it's fine, though. Um, we'll see if they the Angels can uh, sweep the the season freeway series today. They're currently up three two in the ninth inning, so we'll update if anything happens. And the A's and Astros were also playing another close division race, in which the the Astros down to their last or the A's were down to their last out, and Matt Olson crushes a go ahead three run home run off of Ozuna. So, you know, that was unexpected, and then they ended up winning the game. Yeah. So Matt Olson likes to be clutch against the Astros and not September. I guess, but, you know... The, that being said, they didn't play in September last year against each other. The, A's, the my... A's are now seven and a half games back of Houston, which doesn't sound like... Or it sounds like a lot, but they the Astros were miles Houston ahead of anybody else. Houston won a tumble there a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it really is a close it race could be, there. It, it could make it a race, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was Tuesday. There's so many more things that happened that we didn't even talk. Like, Justin Smoke single-handedly won a baseball game. Yes. Um, <laughs> Nomar Mazzara hit a ball to the third deck at Safeco. Like, there's so many things that happened. Again. Again. Wait, what? Okay, well. Oh, not uh, Safeco? Not. No, he's yeah. He's done a Safeco. He's done it a lot at uh, Globe Life. But in yeah. any case, unbelievable. Um, so before we get to this game that we were going to play, um, did you want to? Did you have something to say about uh, facial hair? Uh, yes, as a man who recently shaved, um, <laughs> it, it's interesting. I want to call it a trend yet because it's only been two guys, but both Danny Jansen and Yasiel Puig um, have shave their mustaches and in in between at bats so i guess to change up mojo or whatever and the only other instance i can think of was kevin millar sometime you know 
early mid two thousands. I think Alex Bregman did it last year too. Alex Bregman also did it last year. You are right, but um, yeah, I don't know how it worked for any of those guys. Millar went beard, handlebar mustache to clean shaven all in one game. But um, so the yeah, important I just question it, is: Is it just completely like spontaneous? Do they have razors at the ready, or did they like they have, have clubhouse? It? I I guess. I, I don't know, but do you, do you think they, like, had the razor ready, like, between innings? They were like, I was thinking about shaving. Maybe I'll just do it if this game doesn't go well. Or do you think they uh, were just so upset that their first instinct was to storm into the clubhouse and shave? I think it was in the back of their minds. I don't think they had, like, the razor sitting there being ready to go, but it was, like, like they it kind of premeditated. I don't know. Maybe I should have done it last year. I would have hit better than 200. Well, that would be even tougher because we don't have a clubhouse no. You, so you'd have to run out to the... I have an electric razor. I could have put it oh, in my bag. Oh, yeah, I guess. All right. I don't know. I, I just have a, a mental image now of them going back into the clubhouse and getting in, like, a barber's chair and, you know, having the fallen experience. Um, maybe you we'll see that. That would be interesting. Um, all right. Let's play this game and wrap this podcast. It'll be a quick podcast today. So are you guys ready? Yeah. Sure. All right, so this game. My roommate also thoroughly enjoyed the conversation about facial hair shaving mid game. I just wanted to throw that in. Oh, I'm I'm very glad he, he could have chimed in if he had anything to contribute. But um. Not now, Jim. All right, well, so this game. Let me explain it because I have not done so yet. So I'm gonna say the name of a baseball player, and you're gonna tell me if he was in a starting lineup. On July twenty fourth, twenty nineteen, or July twenty fourth, nineteen ninety nine. A little bit of a gap there. So a little bit. And there's there is no overlap. And there's no there, touchies. Nobody. There's yeah. There is nobody that would have um started in both oh, both okay. these times. We're out of players. We're out of nineties players in Major League Baseball. We're out I don't of know if you knew this. Bring back Bartolo. That's the last hope. It really is. Yep. So let's play. All right. I'm going to start Go. with Adam Hazley. I know he was I he's a Phillies outfielder right now. Good good job. Ray Ray gets a point. That that one was maybe not too hard enough, but um it is it is one. So Adam Hazley, yes. Rudy definitely knew that one. I'm going to give <laughs> you the next one, Rudy, okay? Andrew Kisner. Uh, if the spell if, if this won't help at all, but the spelling of the last name, the, the spelling of the last name is K N I Z N E R, spelled Knizner, but is pronounced Kisner. I don't do I don't Andrew? understand. What? The the Andrew way. Okay, I'm gonna go with today. Yes, he is the starting catcher for the Cardinals today, and he hit a home run. He hit his first major league. Oh home my run today. god! You're welcome, Andrew Kniser. <laughs> Kniser. Uh, I think that was perfect. Um, all right, Ray. The next one is Ryan Christensen. Ryan Christensen. Uh, I'll go 1999. Yeah, that no, one. Is... Nothing in particular. That one is. Can you guess a team? 
There's no way. That was a bad question. It would be a complete Mets. shot in the dark. No. Oakland A's center fielder. He needed second on July 24th. Cool. So, Rudy, you get the next one. It is Mark Grudzielanik. Oh, I know who that is. Nice Mark Grudzielanik. Ray knows who it is. <laughs> 1999. Yeah, it is. He's a yeah. Dodger. I think I've heard of that. He's a Dodger at that point. Yeah. That's a name, though. I think he played in the NBA for a couple of years. <laughs> early 2000s. For no, the you're Vancouver think- Grizzlies. You're thinking of Grizzlizname. Not, not Grizzlizneck. Whatever his name is. These are hard names. I don't know why I picked such hard names. Yeah, it's hard. It's like oh, it's like fifty letters. Okay, um, it's not it's, it's not the point. The next one, uh, we're back to Ray. Right. Uh, Brian Jordan. Oh, Brian Jordan. Yeah, no, he's nineteen ninety nine. Oh, you he know. played on the Dodgers. Why do you first. know so many random? He was a, he was he was a Brave at that time, right? Yeah. How do you know this? He played for the Dodgers in like two thousand three when I like first started paying attention. You're too Remember good. Brian at this. Jordan was left fielder. Jesus. Yeah. He he was playing right field and batting fourth for them. All right. Well. I got a few more. Um, I I don't think there's any score happening, but I think you've gotten Ray, all of them, right? Ray is winning I've, two. Yeah. But you've all got. You've both gotten all of them. Yeah, nobody's missed. <laughs> okay, how about Bubba Trammel? Uh, this is Ruby's, right? Yeah. Can I use my lifeline? Yeah, you can phone your roommate. He said no. <laughs> well i'm gonna go go with uh today no this is a 19 i got i got one he's 1999 he is a tampa bay devil ray left fielder and he hit third Ah. so i got i got one i i was scared i was not gonna stop on on any of these um ray you get the next one chad curtis Chad Curtis. Okay. I'll go today. Nope, nineteen ninety nine. I got you too. <laughs> Dang. He's a he was the Yankees left fielder and he was hitting ninth. Oh. That that's a real that's a real deep one because the tough. Yankees had probably a, one of the yeah. more memorable lineups that year. And uh I guess it was somebody's off day and Chad Curtis it's got a start. Getaway so, day. Or I just have getaway him day. And his ex wife filed for bankruptcy. And like recently, the sexual misconduct or oh, convicted. Gosh. Oh, wait. Well, she filed for bankruptcy or divorce. She filed for bankruptcy. I don't see why uh, not both. But um, the Yankees. <laughs> He's the, in jail. The Yankees won that. <laughs> <laughs> the The Yankees. I don't know why that was funny, but it's just I think it was really good timing. Jail um, is hilarious. <laughs> the Yankees won twenty one to one that day. With Chad Curtis leading the way. I, I actually don't know what his line was that day, but it's probably not great. Um, yeah, so I, I stumped both of you. I have, We'll do one more each, okay? All, All right. right. Um, so it's Rudy again. Michael Brosseo. Michael Brosseo. Okay. You know everybody. 1999. Nope, he's, he's today. Yeah. He's, He's Tampa Bay Rays' Ray. second baseman, and he hit six. I played second today. Uh, yes. Wait, but didn't I go second? So technically, we have the same amount. I think 
I think Uwe has an odd number. Well, I have... Mm, maybe. Um, well, I have <laughs> I have another one. Wait, right. so... We should both be, a, be able to answer this. <laughs> all right. This one... This is the last one for either of you. For all the marbles. Cool. Bubba Starling. Bubba Starling. Today. Now. Yes, Rudy got it. He got it. It's today. Wait, it was both of us? I thought it was just me. Yeah, I said I said both of you. This last one is for both I of you. Didn't register that. But you didn't get it either. I would I think it would have said today. But you didn't know him. No. He was a I four, only he was, knew him because of my obsessive reading of former draft classes. And yeah. he was fifth, fifth overall in twenty eleven. There, good, he's, job, Rudy. good job, Rudy. That was impressive. He hit sixth today That's for Kansas City. Brian Jordan. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just glad that I got each of you once. And Grudzalanik, you got Rudy twice. Grudzalanik, no. Grudzalanik, okay. it's it's not that crazy. It is, and you know it. All right. Well, that was the game. Um, if I I'm gonna try to to think of some some other fun segments to do. Um. Which mostly will involve embarrassing either you guys or me. So, or Farbode. Or Farbode, who's not even here. But their embarrassment will be had in the future. So um, if you like that, let us know. And that's going to do it for our podcast today, actually. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, if you did enjoy it, make sure you rate, comment, and subscribe. And check out our website, beattheshiftbaseball.com. All our podcasts, articles, fantasy, anything else is all there. And make sure you follow us on social media as well at Beat the Shift BP, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We uh, we post there throughout the week. So thank you, everybody, one last time. As always, Ray. Peace. Peace.